cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. He must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. So, wow, a lot is going on with the same old, same old Ukraine and Joe Biden are about to cause Armageddon, is what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden, in a fundraiser, no less, in a fundraiser. Joe Biden, head of the Biden crime family, with so much, so much uh, conflict of interest, you know, is uh, just getting involved in in terrorism around the, the the globe, and and then it's kind of hubris too. It's 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 a sign of hubris that uh, when Russia answers back Russia gets blamed as the the villain and we see this we see this in we see this in the uh, elections we see this in the Ukraine conflict we see this in the bias in the media wholeheartedly I mean the corporate media, the, the media that's paid for by companies like BlackRock that are financed by all their puppet con- companies. But um, there's just a lot going on with regard to the revelations of the Hunter Biden scheme. We know what a cover-up that is with the FBI. That, I mean, where do you turn? I feel like where we are right now is in a pile of quicksand, just a whole bunch of mud. This is not peace and harmony. This is the world we're living in is not comfortable. But the world we're living in is the world that was cultivated by globalists and globalism. And if you think for one second that anybody should believe that this represents us as a free 
people. You you got to think again. You got to look. Take another look. And and truly, what I'm what I'm doing here is I'm speaking to the people that think that they are are, are just trying to win an election. They just want to win. But what are the stakes? Why do they want to win? What are they going to win at the end? I mean, so many liberals out in, say, California voted for the misery index to go up and then decide they need to leave and go to Texas or Florida. I have so many Philadelphia friends that are now living in Florida. They've all gone down to Florida. They got some money. They're living in Florida. But they were radically liberal. And now they're moving to a better state. They like it better. Oh, life is good. Taxes are lower. The government stays out of my business. There aren't all these regulations. If you have a business, you don't have to pay that stupid Philadelphia business privilege tax. They have another name for it now, but that's what it is. It's just a double tax. And then they bring their politics and they continue to be liberal. And I just don't understand it. Socialism has never worked. And I don't understand why they keep on doing it. You take this example, for for example. Well, we're... One of the news stories is Ye West, who was on Tucker. We played his clips last week. It was great to have him back on the campaign trail. He has aspirations for running for president for 2024. He'll never make it because of his bipolar uh, shenanigans. He's now banned from Twitter, but before he was banned from Twitter, he was welcomed by Twitter by the new... The biggest shareholder and the new CEO, the, the CEO to be, Elon Musk, said, welcome back to Twitter. Said that to Ye West. Because Elon Musk understands that people like Ye West are going well, to bring people back to Twitter. Just like bringing Donald Trump would bring people back to Twitter. Donald Trump didn't act like a piece of bait and said, no, Elon Musk, I know what you're up to. Elon Musk is a globalist. He bows to China. He wants all China's batteries for his electric vehicles. And he's part of the New World Order campaign. Albeit slighted because of the ESG score that he didn't get a good score on the environmental score that the globalists put out to control corporations and their wokeness. Speaking of corporations and their wokeness, the other big story is PayPal. And we're going to cover PayPal today. So PayPal said, we're going to fine you $2,500 if you speak out of place. If you say something we don't like, we're going to, we're going to you know, take $2,500 and freeze it. I remember when GoFundMe did that with the truckers, right? The Ottawa truckers before they, their faces were run over by Justin Trudeau's uh, 
Canadian uh, Mounted Police? Remember that in Ottawa when they Canadian Mounted Police on horseback rode over this woman's face? Justin Trudeau ordered it? He's a globalist. He is a Klaus Schwab disciple. He is what globalism tyranny is represents. Or he is representative of global tyranny. And so is GoFundMe, who took, I think it was $8.6 million. They just froze it. They took it. Donations to the Ottawa truckers to keep the the gas tanks full. And they took that money and they were going to give it to the charity of their choice, like abortion clinics or something like that. GoFundMe was doing that. And finally, that was a bridge too far, so they just... They just gave back the money, reversed the funds, which, I mean, but what they wanted to do was the absolute worst, redistribution of wealth. They do it every day in government. They figured, well, we do it every day anyway. You know, Obama, when he was talking to Joe the Plumber, said, yeah, we're going to spread it around a little bit. We're going to take money out of your pocket and we're going to give it to you know, my voter block. <laughs> I mean, like, am I, am I dumb? Why would I vote for you, Jack? Why would I do that? Why would I vote for you to take money out of my pocket and give it to one of your cronies? Like Solyndra, some electric uh, battery, some some solar wind uh, manufacturer that didn't pan out. They went bankrupt. They took the money and ran. What do you think is happening in Ukraine right now? How much is Ukraine worth? Is it worth Armageddon? I don't think so. It wasn't even worth a billion dollars in my opinion. But it is to the politicians that are covering up their crimes and laundering cash, hand over fist, colluding with the oligarchs, the government. Everybody knows it's all shady. And I think what's really happening is a lot of this cash, uh, it's going to be the end of cash. And whatever your number is in your bank account is going to be your digital currency. And then they're going to control everybody through that. So we already see what PayPal wants to do, right? PayPal wants to control you, control your speech. And if you don't say or do... The right thing, if you don't say, if you, you have to say, I hate Trump and I love Joe Biden, like, I don't know, you could hammer my toes and pull my nails out of my my uh, fingers, and I probably still am not going to be able to say that with any level of meaning. You know, there's no way. I mean, you could torture me. So, I mean, I'm not going to say those things that I don't believe. It's just, where in the world is this coming from? And I have the answer. I mean, I've been thinking about it like all summer long. Like, how in the world do these corporations get so political? Why are they so woke? And here's the answer. The answer 
to why these corporations are so woke is because just like just like Trump's like what Kanye West was talking about last week. Ye West was talking what did he say? What did Ye West say? Ye said that I was afraid to speak of my love for Trump because my kids would have been harassed. I was trying to hang on to my marriage and I was trying to, you know, be uh, not, not be blacklisted. I was trying to avoid being blacklisted in Hollywood. Isn't that the way it is? I worked for a magazine on Madison Avenue, institutional investor, years ago in 1990, 1991, 1992. And, and uh, I, uh, remember, I remember the, uh, seeing these editorial meetings and it wasn't any different than what you saw in All the President's Men where they sit in a room and they chit-chat about the top stories on page one, page two, whatever. And they talk about the agenda. If you come with a conservative message, you are going to be out of that room and you'll be not at that table. You will not be at that table and you will not be able to make a contribution. You will not have your voice heard. And you probably will end up being fired. And then what are you going to tell your kids and your wife? Or your husband and your children? You know, what are you going to tell them? I lost my job because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Well, I mean, it's America. You would like to think that you could say whatever you want. I do. But... The problem is, is that the reason why these corporate woke, uh, these corporations have gone woke is because they are also afraid of being blacklisted in these other countries. We live in a global, global world, hence globalism. And the problem is, is that you have the World Economic Forum saying, look, you got to pay me $600,000 to uh, attend Davos. That's what it costs to get a seat at the table at Davos. It's a shakedown. you got to pay if you want to play. It's as dirty as the mob ever was. It's just a mob with royalty attached to it. you got the Vatican attached to it. The Vatican, the, the Catholic priest is literally kissing the ring of Klaus Schwab, who is a descendant of Nazis. This is how bad it's gotten. You want to hear another story? So bad. This is how rotten to the core our society is. I heard on Fox, Fox News today. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I heard on Fox and Friends today, just today. And it just blew my mind. Some guy, he gets run over by a truck in the street. He's dead. Some thugs decide 
Great opportunity to steal the guy's money, jewelry, watch, and wallet. So then when the EMT team comes to pick them up and scrape them off the ground and um, and and identify him so that they can notify first of first first his family, right? Uh, what happens then? They can't. They can't identify him because he has no ID on him. I mean, accidents happen every day, but my goodness, I heard on Fox and Friends today that story. And you know what else they said? They said that the people, there were people cheering these guys on. What, what, have, what have we become? When we allow these, you know, Lee Zeldin, for example, you heard this story, right? Lee Zeldin is running against Hochul to be governor of the state of New York. His chief complaint, his chief uh, ticket item for running on is crime. Where people aren't riding the subway because they're afraid of getting pushed into the, the subway car. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. I lived in New York. It was never so bad. I never had one close call in New York. Now, I got to tell you, it's not the same. And everybody says that. Everybody says that about New York City. But getting back to this PayPal thing, you know, we have decayed as a society. That's because the globalists and the socialists put government and abortions over family and God. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable what has happened to our society. It's like it's like complete decay. We're living in a a time right now where it's Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. It's Columbus Day. And guess what? They have to hide the Columbus statues for fear that they'll be torn down by who? Who's tearing these Columbus Columbus statues down? Please tell me, is it, the, is it the Trump supporters? You know, the terrorists, the people that are on the FBI watch list? Or is it the radical left, which is just about the entire Democrat Party? We literally are living in fear because of these Democrats. These Democrats who have allowed criminals to walk the streets and allowed Antifa and Black Lives Matter Marxists, who are corrupt as can be, they've gotten about $90 million, and not one penny of it went to black communities. While Donald Trump, the racist, right, in quotes, put out opportunity zones, donated more aggressively to, uh, allowed government funds to go to HB. H, uh, historically black and, and Hispanic uh, colleges and universities. Um, and he, he uh, served over the lowest unemployment, lowest unemployment for blacks in America in history. That's what, that's what Donald Trump, what the hell do you have to lose, he said. What in the hell do you have to lose? And they gained. They did more. They did 
they 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 experienced more prosperity and they did better under Trump than black people have ever done under any other leadership ever. And you know why that was? Because Trump took government out of the way. Just get out of my way. Let me run. Let me work. Let me live. Let me spend. Let me do whatever. And, and the economy will take care of itself. If you just let things be, stop picking at it. You know, have you ever had a cut and it starts to itch? Stop picking at it. Just leave it. Let God heal it. Let your body heal it. Stop digging at it. But that's, that's not what the government can do. The government has to get metal and everything. If there's, if there's a profit margin somewhere, it's got to be taxed. They just ruin it for everybody. But getting back to PayPal, this is just absolute, This Watch the stock market today. PayPal is crumbling. I've seen over 100 posts where people close their PayPal. I have four or five PayPal accounts. Let's see. I have a company called CompuWeb.com. I have Magapack, Red State Talk Radio, Scott Adams Show, and BugleCall.org. I have five PayPal accounts. It's associated with those organizations. I have five. I'm closing all five this week. The only reason why I haven't closed them already is because I have to transfer funds. I have to get um, the uh, web development to uh, put our donation pages and our payment processing systems into another platform. Stripe is an option. Square is an option and some other options. that I think we're going to be able to read off. Uh, I saw this list that I'm going to try to resort to. Um, but yeah, we've got to find other solutions. Uh, to to get off of the PayPal, but I'm about to lo- they're about to lose five accounts with me alone, which is amazing because I've been with PayPal for years. Not happy with them, I never liked them, um, but uh, that's where we are right now. So PayPal has done this, you know that they, they did what GoFundMe did. I think GoFundMe is never going to be the same. And you got to figure, BlackRock owns a lot of these companies. He's, they're leveraged in all of these companies. In one way or the other, they are. Vanguard, BlackRock. Um, and here's the thing about that. is I hear that BlackRock is hemorrhaging cash. And it's gotten so bad, the housing market now is collapsing. And these, although BlackRock isn't the buyer of is not the institutional investor that's buying like open door uh it, that's buying up all these properties these communities um blackrock's really not doing that directly they're doing it indirectly just like blackrock is not in the coca-cola business right blackrock doesn't make cola soda but they own pepsi and coca-cola who do so if you were to boycott Coca-Cola and buy Pepsi and you say, ah, I'm going to stick it to Coca-Cola, guess what? You're still making Larry Finch rich, Larry Finch from BlackRock. So 
There's no sense in even bothering to boycott. That's ineffective. But it's all of those advertising dollars. And I'm seeing BlackRock ads more and more now because they're starting to suffer. Their PR is suffering. So they're trying to counter that suffering PR by putting out ads that make themselves look better. And they're just buying up. But they're losing a lot of money. Now they put a cap on how much money you can withdraw. And Candace Owens posted this and said, PayPal, she had a five-digit account with PayPal, you know, five uh, over $10,000. And um, and it was blacked out, so I don't know what the amount was, but it looked like five digits. Um, They were withholding, they were free, they were basically made her wait to get her money. They have to review everything. See whether she said anything or not that was illegal, right? Did you say anything that supported Trump and and, uh, did did you denounce uh, Biden? Reminds me of um, the Godfather. Do you denounce Satan? (laughs) Biden being Satan, right? But they're going to check her background probably and fine her and take $2,500 out of that tens of thousands of dollars she might have in PayPal, right? Before she leaves, they're going to take, they're going to, they could fine her based on their small print that their lawyers put together. Now they've backpedaled on this. PayPal said, whoa, we didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. But guess what? They did mean it. They, they had a board meeting. They had lawyers involved. They wrote it up and they put it out there. And the backlash was so severe. The backlash was so severe that they thought again. So that was that was something else right there. Um, yeah, I have a, I have some, I have a bunch of tweets that I was going to read uh, too, but we're going to get to that. But anyway, PayPal. PayPal really stepped in it. And again, the reason why these corporations are woke is because they they want access to the global market. And if they don't if they don't do what Larry Fink says or Klaus Schwab says, Larry Fink the head of BlackRock, Klaus Schwab the head of World Economic Forum, and others. I mean, I can go on with a lot of different uh big you know names bill gates you know has a lot of sway and and um of course these woke presidents of countries like justin trudeau or or uh joe biden or uh emmanuel macron or you know wherever you may turn where you know uh rudin uh uh the uh, guy from the netherlands you know all or finland all these different, uh, you know, uh, European Union guys. You know, like I said last week, George Maloney had to basically say bad things about Russia and, and support Ukraine like the globalists do. Otherwise, she was going to end up like Imran Khan, who basically told the globalists and the EU to go fly a kite. And the reason why 
was because they were going to buy their oil from Russia. And they were told by the NATO alliance and EU not to. They were told by Joe Biden not to. So what, what, what happens after that? America just overthrows their leader and overthrows their government, digs up manufacturers' dirt like the Russian hoax, and ousts and, and puts, you know, basically takes out the leader of a country. It's a coup. Remember Victoria Newland was on record on audio talking to Jeffrey Pyatt and uh, in 2014 over Ukraine, picking and choosing who they wanted at, to install as a leader? in that country, someone that was friendly with the corruption that was about to take place so that all their kids then can get on the boards of these organizations and get rich and then pipeline 10% to the big guy. And that's how they're doing it. They're not getting their name on anything. It's the easiest thing is to keep yourself anonymous. But if you are a Trump supporter... and you're an actor, you're not going to play in Hollywood. If you are a Trump supporter and you're a journalist, you're not going to get the front page. You're not going to be a member of the editorial board. If you're a Trump supporter and you're a professor, you're never going to get that tenure track that you want in the universities. The liberals are so intolerant. If you're a corporation or a corporate CEO, if you're a Trump supporter they'll find something on you or dig dirt on you or or one of your family members and make your life a living hell, complete misery. You'll regret the day you ever spoke up and said you like Trump. We will punish you, is what they say. There's two standards of justice now. You're either with the globalists who are in control of the world right now. They're the colonialists of the entire world. It used to be that they were just colonialists in Africa and and the colonialists came to America and so on and so forth. But, you know, it's not like that anymore. The whole world has been taken over. And there's a few pillars standing in the way. And they're not that great. The only reason why they're still standing is because they were strong, uh, uh, strong um, communist countries that weren't going to have it like Russia and China. And so the globalists, if they could take over those countries, they would too. But they, they're dependent on those countries in some way. They're dependent on Russia's oil, and they're dependent on Chinese slave labor. That's what it is. You know, they keep, keep, they, they, they're too well established. But to blow up the uh, Nord Stream pipeline, you know, was listening to, uh, well, let's stay on pi- PayPal. Let, let's listen to this. Before we switch from PayPal, we're going to get to Ukraine here in just a second. But um, uh, I, wanna, I want you to hear this guy speak, uh, Dr. Interracial, uh, Sandy Lee Vincent is this guy's name. And he said, I didn't serve in the U.S. Army 24 years. He's a black guy wearing a 1776 shirt. He's well-built, well-put-together, cool-looking guy. I didn't serve in the U.S. Army 24 years for PayPal to take away my First Amendment rights. Let's take a listen. 
I did not serve 24 years in the U.S. Army for PayPal to control my First Amendment freedom of speech. Even though they recanted saying it was an error. But trust me, they sat down with their lawyers and implemented a policy and did not give it a forethought. Even though they recanted, but I still and I will and I have deleted my PayPal account. <laughs> He's just one of thousands, folks. PayPal's stock is going to plummet today. It's unbelievable. That was like one of the biggest shooting of yourself in the foot moments in in corporate history. And um, and here, uh, there's another another story uh, related to this. Well, I guess it's not really related, but it is. Um, what it is, is BlackRock, Schroeder's hit property investors with restrictions to stem pension client exodus. Now, I want to tell you what's significant about this story. This story is significant because I've been following this uh, housing market collapse for a, a long time now. It's something I'm very interested in personally because uh, I'm looking at some property. And um, and one of the things is, is that uh, what I want to do is I want to pay cash for the property. And uh, so what you end up having is if you could avoid a mortgage, right, which not, you know, it doesn't happen that often. But if you can somehow find a way to avoid a mortgage, then when the interest rates increase, when the, as, they, as, the inter, as the Fed tries to stamp out, uh, the, see, what's happening is the Federal Reserve is trying to curb inflation, and and that's one po- one component, right? So they're raising interest rates to slow down the economy, to uh, to slow down the demand on a strained supply chain, and and that would lower the price of goods and services. That's the expectation. The problem is you have Biden. You know, with the student loan forgiveness, that's one way to print money and devalue the dollar. And the other printing of money and devaluing the dollar is the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, it's like a near, near a trillion dollars to, you know, do what? Not reduce the inflation, devalue the dollar. You're printing up money in order to achieve your goals here. Like mainly it's, electric vehicles. Then you got this energy supply shortage where you've already depleted our strategic oil reserve. You got OPEC flipping the finger out in your face, but nobody Fs with a Biden, right? But yeah, you got OPEC basically bringing Biden to his knees and and he still can't get what he wants because no one respects him in the world ever. And so you're going to have an energy crisis you're going to have people dying from the cold. You're going to have people not being able to fill up their tank and go to work or justify the trip to work because by the time they get to and from work, it's going to cost them about a half a day's pay. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. But 
this energy crisis is going to impact the supply chain and raise the you know cause cause prices to raise everywhere else so you got that com- energy competing with inflation you got the federal reserve trying to in- increase rates in order to lower inflation right but biden won't stop stimulating the economy because by doing that he's propping up the economy because of the election because he doesn't want the truth to really come out. The truth being that people are foreclosing, that people are going to realize that there's a housing crisis, uh, that people are going to feel the, the pain at the pump, and on and on and on. The, the price of goods and the inflation that's associated with it, everything is going to impact. And so there's so many things that are just going to come, come to bear here. And that's the biggest problem that we're facing. So, so it's the housing market had a lot of corrections from 2008, where there was these packaged loans. You know, you you've all seen the Big Short. Um, you you understand uh, AAA, B rated uh, loans and and things like that, right? So. It was basically a house of cards built on sand. And they put a lot of mechanisms in to prevent that from ever happening again. But the workaround to that, and it's the beauty of capitalism, really, but it's the reason why government needs to stay out of the way But in a lot of ways. But it is also the reason for government regulations. But institutional investors have gotten into, and so we all talked about this about a year ago, two years ago, when prices were soaring, the price of properties were going up from like 2019 to 2020, 2021. And then everybody who was saving money because they weren't going out to the restaurants, buying drinks and dinners and stuff like that, all had, had a wad of money, right? They had all deep pockets. So they came out and they started buying and they jacked, the, the demand went up, the supply went down on housing and... Next thing you know, the houses were increasing like like a bubble. And the stock market was pretty much doing the same thing, like a bubble. And now you got the weak bond, bond market. You got high housing, uh, bubble housing prices. You got bubble stock market. And you're starting to see the stock market deflate. It went down 3%. The housing market is collapsing at a rate not seen since 2008 in terms of housing prices, as the interest rate has to climb to stifle inflation, stymie inflation, you're going to see the prices collapse in the housing market because a $500,000 house at 3% is is hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars less than at 7 or 8%. So we're going to probably see, you know, uh, huge interest rates. Maybe climb up to 9% or something like that, 7% to 9%. And if it does that, then, you know, whatever they were selling, if they were trying to sell a $500,000 house, it's going to now sell for two fifty. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be underwater. There's going to be a lot of foreclosures. There's going to be a lot of uh, problems in the housing market. So these institutional investors, which was like a new wrinkle, that wasn't seen in 2008 is becoming a huge problem 
And we all kind of hate BlackRock. If you hate global, if you hate globalism, you hate BlackRock because BlackRock is the grand poobah bear of globalism. They're one of the biggest drivers of globalism because the corporate, the woke corporations that are driving behaviors like PayPal are just that. They're, they're, you know, it's the reason why these corporations are so woke. Because they want to play ball on a global scale to help their bottom line. They will be willing to throw the American middle class under the bus. For that matter, the middle class of every country. They don't care. They want access to these global markets. And these globalist leaders of these countries are the ones dictating whether or not these corporations can do business in their country. And they all sit at a table at Davos and pay the astronomical fees and make people like Klaus Schwab rich and give them undue influence, especially because they're not elected officials. They represent no one but their self-interest. So this is the problem with the globalist world that we're living in right now and the reason why we're seeing uh, exploitation from Marxist groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa and we're seeing the two standards of justice because lives will be ruined if you step on the wrong side of the tracks. So BlackRock and Schroeders hit property investors with restrictions to stem pensions, pension client exodus, pension client exodus. So the asset managers have imposed limits on withdrawals as pension funds seek to reduce exposure to real estate. I'm going to read this again. BlackRock hit property investors with restrictions to stem pension client exodus. In other words, the asset managers have imposed limits on withdrawals as pension funds seek to reduce exposure to real estate. BlackRock, the biggest, most powerful country uh, company in the, in the world, um, with uh, something like $13 trillion in assets or something like that, is crumbling. They're losing so much money. And it's going to be people, uh, it's going to be corporations like PayPal that are going to collapse, and you're going to see more collapse, economic collapse. And it's going to be an unbelievable avalanche once this set of dominoes starts to fall. So I wrote in response to that, I said, woke globalist BlackRock is limiting institutional investor withdrawals as the housing crisis exposes an unprecedented number of over-leveraged and underwater institutional investors, or I should say investments, who bullied the housing market, jacking up home prices, and now find themselves in panic mode and free fall. They're trying to get out. They're trying to get out as fast as they can. And they can't. And switching over to the Europe and what's happening in Russia, Russia just bombed Kiev, right? <clears throat> in response to the Crimea bridge that was blown up over the weekend. And, you know, what did you expect? But here's the thing. So the EU condemns in the strongest possible terms, the recent heinous attacks by Russia on Ukrainians and civilian infrastructure. These barbaric attacks only show that Russia is opting for a tactic indiscriminately bombing civilians. 
So this is uh, what was said. This is the narrative over at the EU. Let's take a listen. The, the European Union uh, condemns in the strongest possible terms these heinous attacks on the civilians and civilian infrastructure. These attacks, they are barbaric and cowardly attacks, and they only show that Russia is uh, opting for a tactics uh, with aiming and indiscriminately bombing the civilians. This is something which is inter against international humanitarian law, and this indiscriminate targeting of civilians amounts to a war crime. Oh, a war crime. Yes, uh, Crimea River. Crimea River because you know what? Here it is. This is... Uh, now, now do Biden. Okay, so this is what I wrote. Now do Biden blowing up a car full of kids in Afghanistan during the withdrawal, sabotaging an oil pipeline that will result in loss of life while enhancing his crime family electric vehicle investments, or give money to the PLA, the Palestinians, and Iran, who control Hamas and Hezbollah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me that war is not ugly. We should have avoided this war since the beginning. This could have been avoided, but we wanted this war. And I believe that we actually want this Armageddon. Why would Biden say this at a fundraiser that this is Armageddon? We can't stop Russia from doing the nuclear. Why would you blow up their pipeline? Why would you blow up their bridge if you didn't want to poke you know, the, the Russian bear into a nuclear provocation? I mean, they would not be the first to use nuclear weapons. It would be the United States that did that in Japan. So that, that's their argument, their claim. You know, unless we understand what the Russia is saying, we can't really get to a reasonable uh, compromise of any sort. But what has happened is the globalists have cut off all... Uh, all airways to Russia. So Russia can't be heard. And what we're being uh, told are really a pack of lies. Like the head of Ukraine's uh, military is, is photographed. And when you zoom in, he's got a swastika on his bracelet. And he's the head of their, he's the head commander of their army. And, uh, Here's the other thing. Kim.com said this, the CIA media. Okay, so the Guardian, before the Ukraine crisis, writes, Welcome to Ukraine, the most corrupt nation in Europe. After the crisis, they say, the fight for Ukraine is a fight for liberal ideals. <laughs> okay. And then Reuters. Ukraine's neo-Nazi problem. Okay, they're, they're basically talking about um, Ukrainians being Nazis. That's Reuters. Before the Ukraine crisis. After the Ukraine crisis, guess what they do? For foreign fighters, Ukraine offers purpose, com 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 camaraderie, and a cause. So, before Ukraine, Vox writes, a Ukrainian comedian turned president is embroiled in Trump's impeachment mess. Okay, after the Ukraine crisis, CNN writes, Ukrainians are giving, giving two lessons in democracy that Americans have forgotten. And before the crisis, New York writes, Ukrainians' presidents rule 
Ukrainians pres- Ukrainian president's rule becomes increasingly corrupt, authoritarian, in fact. That's New York before the Ukrainian crisis. After the Ukrainian crisis, the Washington Post writes, Zelensky, the TV president, turned war hero. So you see, it's just all about the way they tell the story. So Alexander Vindman over the weekend wrote, when when they bombed Crimea, the, the Crimean Bridge, now he's a lieutenant colonel in the, uh, was a lieutenant colonel in the army, shows a picture of the burning bridge that's now been restored in one and a half days and is now in operation again. So big, big, big whoop there. But Alexander Vindman, uh, the guy that was uh, lied about the Ukrainian call with Zelensky and led to Trump's impeachment, um, that was colluding with Eric Ciarmella, the whistleblower, and his lover, Sean Misko, who was an NSI guy that ended up working on Adam Schiff's team. Yeah, all of that. And the the lawyer, Mark Zaid, uh, basically called for a coup 10 days after uh, Trump's inauguration and said lawyers would be involved, but ultimately impeachment. And that that, uh, rigged 2018 election that led to the... uh, Democrat House impeaching the president illegally uh, ended up giving people like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell leverage over the Trump administration. And that was what their goal was all along with the help of the FBI and the special counsel, special counsel, uh, Comey to Mueller. And that's how Chris Ray got installed. I believe there was... Um, Chris Ray was installed in 2017, but I think that there was a lot of of corruption that led to coerced decision making in terms of hires within the Trump cabinet. So Alexander Vindman stokes the flames of this, knowing full well there's going to be a retaliation. It's almost like these liberals are provoking trying to provoke Vladimir Putin into uh, doing something. I said, if this is Alexander Vindman's dream, that uh, a bridge connecting Russia with Crimea is blown up, then he should go back to Ukraine, connect the dots. Why did he testify as a whistleblower against Trump for seeking a real investigation into Biden's corruption in Ukraine? Kiev oligarchs, Davos, Dillentons, Biden, Washington War Machine, all in concert with each other. There's a lot more going on. Here's a great, great truth uh, by Donald Trump Jr. He writes this. Strange how many lunatics on Twitter who lost their minds if someone didn't want to wear an ineffective face diaper for two years straight seem to be pretty nonchalant about a pending nuclear war. Huh. Does does that make sense? I think it does. Here's one. Today was we released an analysis of COVID-19 mRNA vaccines the public needs to be aware of. This analysis showed an increased risk of cardiac related death among men 18 to 39. Florida will not be silent on the truth. 
So the Florida Surgeon General wrote that. He did a study. It was publicly funded. He represents the Florida government. So Florida Surgeon General, uh, so this guy was a band on Twitter. So his that all of that was deleted off of Twitter and said misinformation when he's the guy that did the study. So Twitter right now they they um, locked out Yay West. Now they took this Florida Surgeon General and censored it. That post, you're not allowed to say a thing. Um, there have been a, a other recent. Big, oh, Peter McCullough, the doctor, talking about COVID, and, and a lot more. And um, so Twitter right now is in full-blown campaign mode, as is Facebook, because I'm throttled on Facebook, throttled on Twitter, shadow banned on Twitter. But what they're doing over there at these places during an election year is huge. So here's funny. Here's something funny. Sharon Osborne. Uh, from Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Sharon Osbourne says, isn't, isn't happy with Black Lives Matter after Ye West talked about what Black Lives Matter did to him? And once her donation of $900,000 back from the organization, which Kanye West has called a scam, so she wants her $900,000 back. Too late. Here, I got a Trump clip for you before we head out of Dodge. Let's take a listen. If Republicans win, the communists lose, the globalists lose, the deep state bureaucrats lose, the Silicon Valley censors lose, the corrupt fake news lose, the media bosses lose, and the rhinos lose. The rhinos are no good. But America wins, and America wins very big. That's right, the rhinos. In many ways, they're worse than the Democrats, the radical lefts. That's Trump. He was in uh, Minden, Nevada, uh, promoting uh, Laxalt. And uh, Blake, Blake Masters is doing well against Kelly in Arizona. Chewbacca is neck and neck with Murkowski in Alaska. It's all looking pretty good, folks. Well, uh, we have a new sponsor, Genesis Gold, and uh, be sure to listen to the ads for Genesis Gold um, on our programs. And um, also, be sure to visit tacticalcivics.com. Also, use Red State over at mypillow.com. And please check out magapack.org. Make a donation if you can. With that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye bye, buddy. And grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.